man. Uh, yeah, you know, no, the Trial of the Wombat, it, it, it really, to me, it sounds like a fucking beer that should have been on Red and Stimpy. <laughs> Laugh all you want. I think we have a fucking great th- thing here. <laughs> I just want to know, where, where did Seth get fucking Trial of the Wombat? Where did that even, where did he even buy it? I don't it? know. <laughs> New York doesn't have a party store. They don't have party stores in New York. He said it was an ale, so I assume he just got it at, at the liquor store or at the at the wherever. But like liquor, I barely know her. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hate you. Um, hi, I'm Jared Minicon. With me, as always, this voluptuous Mr. Anthony Denny. Oh, hello. With a brand oh, yeah, new the... microphone. That is correct. Anthony's got a brand new mic. We finally got him all upgraded, like me, because. You know, it just took a minute, yeah. but we did it. We made um, it. By the way, did you end up looking at the thank you letter that I sent you? I did. Ah. I did look at that thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, you know, as we've been po- as I've been posting and talking about, we're talking about Red and Stimpy, um, because uh, I fucking love that goddamn cartoon. Uh, to clarify, when I say I love that cartoon, any of you out there that 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 know quotes from that show, nine times out of ten, the quotes that you're getting are from the first two seasons of Ren and Stimpy, um, when the one and only uh, Mr. John K was in the running for it, uh, but he was let go. I think I think uh, if I remember correctly, it was about like when season two was in production before they even finished season two. Nickelodeon canned his ass. Uh, hmm. And Bob Camp took over. I wonder why. Oh, there were many reasons why. We'll get into it. I, I have a whole bunch of things of the reasons why he was let go. There was there was a lot of things he butted heads with Nickelodeon on, and it just it was never a good fit for him to be at Nickelodeon. Uh, but uh, Bob Camp ended up taking over after that, and uh, the show flopped with everyone. <laughs> like nobody, like critics and viewers, everyone started to hate the show after that. Uh, I do give them credit. I own the entire series on DVD uh, from... I bought it a long-ass time ago. But, like, I give them credit that it's not all bad. There's still some funny things in there, but it just... It didn't have the same, like, comedy aspect to it that those... That that it originally had. Which is kind of sad, considering Ren and Sippy's so fucking awesome. Um, Very awesome. Yeah, so let's get into it, shall we? Oh, we shall. And now we're going to talk about the boobies... (laughs) Uh, and uh before we uh before we get into actual ren and stimpy uh, i do have a quick shout out oh yes i've been looking forward to this yes um we got shouted out uh by uh, a couple other podcasters that i i uh, got to talk to for a bit and they're a couple of cool guys uh, so go check out Infocast 5000. Uh, those guys gave us a shout-out, so I felt it was only fair that we give them a shout-out as well. Because, uh, you know, they were nice enough to give us one, even though we're fucking nobody. So thank yeah. you, guys, and we're giving you a shout-out. So, <laughs> uh, and Jeremy, I know you can't be here, and Jeremy, uh, you'll be back soon enough. But until then, thank you for, thank your, you service. for your service. <laughs> uh, so without further ado, let's get into motherfucking Ren and Stimpy! Now, for those who don't Uh, know, what is Ren and Stimpy? uh, Well, Ren and Stimpy was one of the original Nicktoons. Uh, 
when Nickelodeon started this thing called Nicktoons in 1991, uh, now at first, now Run and Stimpy itself first aired August 11th, 1991. Anthony, do you happen to know the other two cartoons that also aired with it? Mm, August 11th, 1991, um, I'm gonna say I Are Baboon, I Am Weasel, and Two Stupid Dogs. I'm gonna fucking punch you in your dick. <laughs> we have been preparing for this. Anthony knows damn well. <laughs> he knows damn well what it is. You fucking piece of shit. I have no idea what you're talking about. Uh, so August 11, 1991, Nicktoons debuted. They the over what would become Nicktoons that we all know with Hey Arnold, Angry Beavers, Invader Zim. It all started in 1991 with three cartoons: Ren and Stimpy. Rugrats and Doug were the three Nicktoons that started it all. <laughs> and let me say, all three of those, I fucking love all three of them. So it's not even that I like Ren and Stimpy over the others. I love all three of these fucking cartoons. Banging um, on the trash can. <laughs> uh, but Ren and Stimpy itself was something completely different from anything else that had come out on Nicktoons. Um, John K. liked to push the envelope, shall we say, about what they would allow a child's cartoon to do. <laughs> Anthony laughs, because he knows there's a lot of shit. Uh, a fun fact that I have, just, just not even in my notes, but just something that I learned uh, from a little bit of, from commentary on the first season that he was, uh, when he did some commentary, uh, was that there were a lot of things that they would write and draw into the episodes that Nickelodeon would be like, there's no way in fuck you can have that in a kid's cartoon. You need to take that out immediately. So they'd have to go back and re <laughs> take things out. Well, that's also like a method, like in uh, when Trey Park and Matt Stone made Team America and they made it so gratuitously violent and sexual so that when they gave out their yeah. original cut, the MPAA was like, Oh, this is much better. Yeah, just give this an R. Even though dolls poop on each other. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's a tactic with anyone. Uh, even Key and Peele said to get their show started, uh, there were there were things that they put as over the top uh, so that that way you can scale back. Uh, which Ren and Stimpy did the same, but it was a kid's cartoon. <laughs> so it's like, there's no reason to make it so adult and see what you can get away with. Like, it's supposed to be a kid's cartoon, but, you know, that's neither here nor there. Uh, so, yeah, debuted in 1991, August 11th, uh, as I said, with Doug and Rugrats, which is just a fucking awesome lineup for Nicktoons to start with. And it, and it set the precedent for what would come later on. Because, so, you know, later on you had Anger Beavers, you had Invader Zim, you had fucking uh, Hey Arnold, and all this other shit that came. But all of it was started with these two. Man, I loved it when Arnold came. So the came. show... <laughs> D Jesus Christ, Anthony, we're professionals. Get a hold of yourself. <laughs> so the show, obviously, created by John K. God damn. Uh, the show is obviously created by John K. Uh, now... This might sound offensive to some people. <laughs> this might sound a little offensive, but this this was what John this is how John K put it uh, for the idea with this cartoon when he was asked. <laughs> it was about a psychotic little asshole and his retarded friend who ruins everything that he does. 
Now, which one is which? <laughs> Who knows? Uh, so, Ren was a chihuahua, and he was the psychotic little asshole. Stimpy was a cat, uh, and he was the retarded friend. <laughs> uh, so, okay. Sorry, I had to get that out of my system. Uh, so, when it came to this, uh, John K. grew up in the 60s. Uh, but he took a lot of influences off things that were in, like, the 40s and 50s. Uh, he heavily took inspiration and was influenced by things like the Peanuts and Dick Tracy growing up. So it was definitely, uh, uh, the way he put it was he hated everything that fucking came out when he was growing up. He liked everything that was older than he was. His words exactly were that everything got ruined when the hippies came along. So you kind of got to get an idea about the kind of person he was. Well, yeah, we have the hipsters nowadays. <laughs> Uh, I can't eat gluten because it doesn't. I don't want to part of my diet. Fucking ruin it. Uh, is that vegan? <laughs> I hope it's vegan. Are <laughs> uh, uh, eggs aren't vegan? Chicken's not vegan. No, they're not. I, I don't know. I don't know what the fuck you. No, that's never has. You know, we're getting off topic again. We're not vegans. We're not going to talk about vegans. This is my only my first infraction. This is fucking red and stimpy. <laughs> I thought I get like three strikes. <laughs> uh, Scott Program <laughs> reference. Nice. Very nice. <laughs> uh, so we're going to talk. So as I said, we're going to talk more about the history and whatnot. So as we said, Ren was this psychotic little fucking Chihuahua, and he's he was a, he's a fucking great character. Now. The inspiration behind that was that uh, he had seen a picture by Elliot Erwitt um, of a chihuahua in a sweater. And his reaction <laughs> to that was, it was a funny picture. Because here's a psychotic looking monster in a cute little sweater. Uh, and that kind of gave him the inspiration behind when he went into creating Red. is like, just make it this psychotic, monstrous little fucking animal. <laughs> you idiots! <laughs> but we have to make him, we have to make him kind of cute for the kids. <laughs> Uh, Ren's voice was even modeled after Peter Laurie. Uh, squirmy, near psychotic, uh, which, for all of you who don't know, this is most notable uh, noticeable in the movie The Maltese Falcon. Um, and Peter Laurie's used in a lot of shit. Because, as we said, he took inspiration from a lot of older cartoons. Looney Tunes was no exception. Uh, because Peter Laurie's used a lot in Looney Tunes as well. Oh, um, yes. I believe there's like a Frankenstein Monsters episode. He plays the Igor. Yeah, yeah he plays a lot of... Basically anything that's like that. <laughs> yes, master. I said. Yes, master. Anything like that. Yeah, he's a real person, people. Yeah, very. He is. He, he really is. It, uh, and the Maltese, the Maltese Falcon is the best way to see him like that. Uh, very bug-eyed, just very psychotic kind of looking. Um, now, Stimpy, on the other hand, uh, this is where it gets kind of interesting. So, Stimpy himself came from... When he was on the phone, he would doodle this cat. Uh, so when he was going to make the show, he kind of went back to that those little doodles, and he's like, you know, I you know I think I want to use that cat as that. Uh, and it took inspiration. That also took inspiration from Looney Tunes. Uh, there was actually uh, the gruesome mm -hmm. twosome, where there's two different cats. One of them has a big bulbous nose, uh, and that's kind of where he took the idea for drawing Stimpy. Oh. Now, now Stimpy's voice, on the other hand. <laughs> Anthony, do you happen to know who voiced Stimpy? I mean, I do now because I'm looking because I looked it up earlier. 
Oh, you fucking piece of I, shit. I want to be prepared. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm ki- Stop crying. Stop. Don't make me slap your ass. Um, <laughs> so he was voiced by Billy West. Now, you might be saying, that name kind of sounds familiar. Well, it should, because he actually voices Fry on Futurama. Holy shit, right? Yeah, right? And, uh, among other things. That is correct, uh, but my, the best way for any of you people to know, Anthony, shut the fuck up. The best way for anybody else to know would be Fry from Futurama. Um, but when they were going into Make Stimpy's voice, uh, basically the, they kept running it over to try to figure out the voice that they wanted to have. Uh, nothing really seemed to fit. So then John told Billy, he's like, hey, why don't you do uh, do Larry from the Three Stooges? See see how that works. So he did an impression oh of Larry. God, is it? How the fuck? <laughs> how have I? Oh my God! How have I never put that together? Yeah, he did an impression of Larry, uh, which, and the quote from John here about that, it was real weird because here's this youthful type of character. He seems like a little kid, right? But he's got this voice of a full-grown Jewish man. I don't know why it worked, but it sounded hilarious. And that was ended up being the personality that somehow fit with this man's voice. Well, gee, Ren. Aw, oh, gee, Red. Stimpy, you idiot. <laughs> I fucking love this show. Uh, so, Ren is also... Uh, so, they also use a lot of uh, classical music like the Looney Tunes as well. Uh, in fact, in every episode of Ren and Stimpy, you can actually hear bits of anything from Beethoven. Just If you look up classical music, guaranteed it was used on Ren and Stimpy. Uh, and that's because, again, he took inspiration from older cartoons, like the Looney Tunes. Uh, so there's a lot of things in there like that to help build the atmosphere, help build up a moment that's going to be coming. Uh, really, they use it for a whole wide fucking range of things. Um, but that ends up being, uh, you know, the basis for how they end up making episodes is, you know... Using the music. Like, what kind of music do we want? Do we want it to be this suspenseful moment, a sad moment? And then they kind of build off that. I thought that was kind of cool, right? Am I wrong? No, you're right. Thank you, Anthony. You're welcome, friend. God, you know, sometimes I question. I do, too. I just I just I'm question. Like, I look at the, Sorry, like writing the my suicide water, um, and I'm just like, I can put my whole <laughs> face in that. <laughs> I like how we both went with the suicide joke. <laughs> We're a bunch of fucking creative individuals, aren't we? You know, sometimes things happen, and, uh, you know, you can't always control it. Anywho. Oh, speaking of suicide. Um, <laughs> oh, boy, here we Kurt go. Kurt Cobain here did not go. kill himself. So Anthony's taking a political standpoint. Everyone stand back. <laughs> Way to use the platform, Anthony. <laughs> uh, so... <laughs> uh, sorry. <clears throat> so let's get into how the show actually came to be, right? So when John grew up, he was bullied a lot, uh, which he said was necessary to forming my sense of humor. Uh, he ended up going to Sheridan College in Canada. Okay. But, uh, you know, he didn't really care for that shit. So he dropped out and he went to work for uh, an ad company in California. You know, he probably, uh, <laughs> as soon as he was leaving Canada, he went like, Oh, Canada, you were so good to me. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if that's how he felt. Oh, Canada you know, is I... the uh, national anthem. <laughs> you ruined the joke. <laughs> 
<laughs> I was drinking water. Oh, God, it burns now. This is what happens here on Oddcast. I'm just telling you, we're very unorthodox. It so. came out my nose. It hurts. Uh, so he worked for the ad company in California for just a little bit, uh, but he ended up actually getting work... Uh, he actually did end up working on other on cartoons before Ren and Stimpy, which is uh-huh. how he ended up getting the passion for how things worked. Uh, he did a brief bit working on a Jetsons reboot, uh, and eventually even landed as lead animator on Mighty Mouse. Ooh, Mighty Mouse! Right, right. I know. I know some people that are diehard Mighty Mouse fans. Uh, yeah, he was he was the lead animator. Uh, but when he was working on this, he hated the way that it would animate. Because uh, his bosses would tell him, don't draw anything, just trace it on the sheets we give you, that's all there is, stop trying to make your own fucking work. <laughs> he hated this entirely, uh, because he felt that it was devoid of creativity, and he fucking despised it. Uh, and uh, that's kind of how uh, he took Ren and Stimpy too, is like, he didn't want to trace things on a stencil, he didn't want to have it all mapped out for him, he wanted everything to be done by hand, and have everything just be an in-the-moment, like, how does the character feel in this moment? We need to draw it this way, or you need to voice it this way. Uh, he hated the way cartoons were. Um, which he even, uh, he feels that way about modern cartoons, too. Like, nobody's fucking safe. <laughs> like, nobody's safe from this man's wrath, let me say. Because even the modern cartoons, he feels that it's everyone just trying to one-up each other. Uh, you know, I can kind of understand... Because if you look at some of like the modern cartoons, it's kind of the same fucking designs, just different characters, and that's what he hates. He hates the stencil drawing shit, um, which I think ultimately is is why Ren and Stimpy worked so well on Nicktoons because that was the whole point of Nicktoons. Uh, when Nicktoons was started, it was all about these artists have ideas with their own original ideas. They want to make these cartoons, so let's give them a chance. And Nicktoons ended up becoming just it was like the biggest fucking cartoon primetime that anyone could get on top of. Uh, Nicktoons became that outlet. Oh yeah, uh, which is kind of again, which is which is why this show ended up being there in the first place. Oh, so we're gonna be getting into uh, we're gonna be getting into some reasons why. Uh, why John didn't end up staying with Nicktoons. Yeah, you know, but, I, I didn't know. <laughs> and then I opened up his Wikipedia page just to... Uh... Uh, no, don't worry. Don't worry. We'll get there. <laughs> uh... <laughs> so, Vanessa Coffey, uh, she or Kofi, I, I wasn't sure. I, I, I think it's Kofi. I believe it's pronounced Sorry Kofi. if I mispronounced that. <laughs> I'll fucking kill. <laughs> so yeah, she's the executive at Nicktoons. Uh, she was the one that greenlit Doug. Uh, and upon greenlighting Doug, uh, she sat down with John and uh, offered to buy two show ideas. Uh, the first one was called Your Gang, uh, which this ended up becoming Ren and Stimpy. Uh, the other one was called Jimmy's Clubhouse. Uh, but of course, they only ended up taking one. And I think we all know which one they took. Jimmy's Clubhouse. <laughs> Why not? I mean, yeah. Come on, Dan, Jimmy's Clam House. I got a clue. You've got a clue. <laughs> I ain't got a clue. Oh. Did, did you just spitball that off the top of your head? Yes, actually. You know, I had some I, I had some jokes written down. That you one I spitballed. You got the clue. 
Uh, but uh, as I said, uh, from the very fucking beginning of Ren and Stimpy, they butted heads immediately. Like, just immediately, the directions he wanted to take things, uh, they all just, uh, yeah, they, they did not get, get along at all. Yeah, no. Well, let's find out why, shall we? So, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, if you'll turn your textbooks to page 20, um, we will begin the lesson on why... <clears throat> Page 20 there. All right, well, I'm going to assume you're there. So, she hated the gross things that they had done, uh, <laughs> and they always <laughs> and they were always told that they had to tone things down uh, in order to go on air. Uh, but John argued that uh, that's what kids just enjoyed, and West agreed with him that it made the characters who they were, and if they were to tone it down, then it just wouldn't be the same yeah, show, that they had to keep the things that they were doing. Honestly, toilet humor, kids fucking love that shit. Oh, fuck yeah, you get like a fart or some boogers in there. Like, kids love that shit. I still love I that know. shit. Like, I, I, I'm i a grown-ass <laughs> child, I, I will admit. Um, I, I think that's something me and John have in common, and, like, I can see why my my comedy's kind of been inspired off Red and Stimpy, is I never fucking grew up either. <laughs> I very much still enjoy cartoons and dumb shit, so I, I can understand. I ended up doing the same thing with a cartoon. Uh, but the difference of Red and Stimpy to the other tunes was one thing. It wasn't a team of writers making episodes. It was always the artists themselves making each piece start to finish on a whiteboard uh, and then just piecing together an episode from there, which made it stand out so much more from everything else at the time because everything else is very much, here's our concept for the show. Uh, here's our concept for the show. This is our overarching story. All right, let's... You know, now, now let's piece everything together to fit this little matching puzzle. But when it came to Ren and Stimpy, it was it was more of a, okay, how do we want to start it? Okay, that could work. Now, but where do we want to go from there? What else do we want them to do? What else do we want to have happen? And then they would just work it piece by piece before they put anything to animation. Um, and that's and honestly, again, I think that's why the original seasons like it just stands out so fucking much because it's so easy to tell that it's so. Off the top of the head, an oddball. <laughs> like, I don't know how else <laughs> to put it. <laughs> like, uh, so they do two seasons. Uh, things are, uh, you know, I mean, they're they're kind of working. Um, so now we're going to get into why he was. Uh, he argues that he wasn't fired <laughs> uh, and that he. Uh, but he was definitely fired. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. So. John was fired in 1993. Actually punched the mic um, there. Oops. Well, actually, this is this is something that I got confused on because some some things said it was 1992, other things said 93. Either way, uh, he was fired for disagreements and continuous missing of deadlines uh, that they would have to move production back so much on each episode because he wouldn't have the episode ready. Uh, Nick got very pissed off with this because they're like, we need episodes out on time every week. And you keep not having the episode ready. That's very fucking annoying. You need to have shit on time. We're a big company. We have deadlines. You need to meet them. We don't give a shit. He fucking hated that because, again, he liked to not, you know, he liked to do everything by himself. Which, remember how I said he didn't like stencils and, like, different sketches that he had to work off of? I do remember that, Mr. Minikheim. 
Yeah, there's actually a fun fact to that. Uh, some of the creators uh, and workers, people who worked with him, actually said that if they brought him a drawing of a scene and he had seen it somewhere before in an earlier episode, he would literally crumple it up, throw it out, tell them to go back to the drawing board. God, God forbid someone sits on the same couch twice. <laughs> he didn't like things to repeat. Uh, which uh, also, Billy West also had some problems with that. Um, as uh, he had later come and talked about this, uh, the doing voice work on that was the most strenuous and stressful voice acting he'd ever done. Wow. Because uh, as he put it with uh, like something like Futurama, he's like, you do a line maybe four times to get it right. But working on Ren and Stimpy, I would do the same lines over 20 times because I wouldn't have it to his stipulation of how he wanted that scene to be. I've never worked on a cartoon that ever had me do it that way since. Wow, that's saying something, because, uh, yeah, so many shows lasted way longer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, you know... You know. Uh, so another thing, uh, when they, you know, uh, so since he always butted head with Nicktoons, another thing that would happen, um, Nickton liked to give him notes about things that they didn't like about episodes. And there were some, uh, I have to say, there were some pretty fucking hilarious exchanges in that. <laughs> uh, so one of my favorite episodes that I, I still fucking love it to this day, it's called Stimpy Son, uh, which was an episode about Stimpy farts <laughs> and the fart becomes an actual living organism <laughs> and it's Stimpy's son <laughs> yeah yep that sounds Kofi Kofi absolutely fucking hated that episode and almost didn't let the episode air at all but they were on a deadline and they had to air an episode <laughs> it was the only reason it aired <laughs> wow uh Oh, uh, legit. Like, that she didn't want to use it. She's like, that is so much toilet humor. I will not let that air. Oh, we're on a deadline? We have to put out an episode? Shit. I mean, look at Rick and Morty. That's, <laughs> that's filled with toilet humor. See, but that, see, this is the thing. That's an adult animation. This was a kid's cartoon. And kid's cartoons, they felt, had to have, uh, how do you put it, morals and a lesson where Ren and Stimpy, on the other hand, John's take on Ren and Stimpy was that kids have their parents telling them what to do all the all the time. You have teachers that tell you what to do. You go to you go to church on Sunday where people tell you what to do and how to live your life. I wanted to give them 30 minutes of nobody telling them how to live their life where they could just say fuck it and just enjoy whatever the hell they wanted to. Like, here's just some random shit going on and it's going to make you laugh. We're not going to tell you how to live your life. Uh, and that's, again, another thing that made Ren and Stippy stand out for that. But Nick fucking hated that. <laughs> they, they absolutely fucking hated that concept. Uh, and it was a constant of butting heads on that. Another reason that John was fired was uh, Man's Best Friend. The, uh, the, the famous band episode. <laughs> <laughs> because that was another thing that was a breach of contract. Uh, because it got Nick so much backlash. <laughs> Why was it banned? You Why ask? was it banned? Why? <laughs> Why was it a breach of contract? 
Well, I'm glad you asked, because in the episode, by the uh, basically, Ren and Stimpy uh, are being put into a dog show by a character named George Licker, <laughs> which they don't ever say his last name. So, but uh, he puts him into a dog show. Stimpy's a fucking cat, first off. So it, it just made that episode so fucking hilarious that he just keeps trying to get Stimpy to act like a dog. Oh, I got like I, there's even one point where like Stimpy they show like his dew claws. <laughs> <laughs> and George just like shoves them into his leg like oh, I can't have that <laughs> I can't <laughs> I can't <laughs> uh, but anyway by the end of it Ren got so fucking pissed off that he beats the living <laughs> hell out of George with an oar yeah. and because of this uh, there was so much backlash from parents they had to ban the episode and it ultimately led to him being fired uh because uh, it lost them an episode, it got them in a shitload of trouble, and they had butted heads the entire time. So that was a good reason. That was basically like the the straw that broke the camel's back, where they're like, "Okay, now we have a reason we could fire him. Good, get the fuck out of here. We're done with you. We're sick of your shit." Su- is basically how that. I'm went. surprised it wasn't the cousin Sven episode. That's another one. <laughs> That's another one. Um, yes, cousin Sven. Sven. Uh. <laughs> Stimpy's cousin comes to visit uh, and they end up tr- they trash the fucking house which uh, we're gonna get into episodes but like he's th- I- I'll get into more detail on that point you know, you know what fuck it we'll talk about this episode now why not so yeah Stimpy's cousin comes to visit and they're both fucking idiots like they are both identical copied just complete fucking idiots or no sorry actually my bad correction it's Ren's cousin not Stimpy's but he looks exactly like Stimpy, oh my but God, that's... Ren colored. What? That's that's Ren's cousin? <laughs> yeah. Oh my <laughs> fucking god! I you got me all turned around. You son of a bitch! It's actually Ren's cousin. Like he has a picture of them when they're puppies. He's like, ah, I remember when we were just little puppies fighting over the nipple. Ah, uh, feels like yesterday. But yeah, then his cousin gets there, and he's 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 a fucking Stimpy. <laughs> Like, same body size, another bulbous nose, completely just not all there in the brain. <laughs> and, and Ren is just like fucking flabbergasted and there's another Stimpy. <laughs> anyway, they trash the entire fucking house, uh, which uh, Anthony, when, uh, you, you've seen this episode, right? Oh, yes, I have. Can, can we just say... Ren is a fucking psychopath in so many ways. Um, you know, I have the quote here if you would like to hear it. <clears throat> oh, please do. First, I'm going to tear your lips out. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. And then I'm going to gouge your eyes out. Oh, no. Hang on a second. Hang on a second, Anthony. Back up. Backing up. <clears throat> and then I'm going to Tear your arms from their socket. And then I'm gonna hit you. And you're gonna fall. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you want me to do that? Yeah, 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 I'm gonna do that. Yeah, Ren's a fucking psychopath. But what I'm saying is, he's a psychopath on another level of when they trash that fucking house. One of the fucking lines in that episode is he looks over to the counter at all these broken jars and you just hear, no, my collection of rare incurable diseases. 
<laughs> rare but incurable, <laughs> as it should be. And on the chart, literally, you see Ebola, Black Plague. <laughs> of course, Ren would collect those. <laughs> oh, it's fucking great. But yeah, that that whole bit when he says he's gonna gouge your eyes out and punch him, and you're gonna fall, all that shit. That all had to be cut. That was another nail in the coffin. Uh, because obviously that was way too fucking far, <laughs> and they got fucking real pissed at him for that. Oh. So yeah, um, yeah. that that's kind of like those two things were really his downfall in that point because it uh, he just always pushed that envelope. You know, it was it's very unfortunate because the the show itself was fucking hilarious. Like like my dad likes Brendan Stimpy. And I, we're talking about a man that he hated every cartoon I watched growing up. Like, he just fucking hated them. He absolutely loves Ren and Stimpy. And I quote when I posted about this on our social media, Ooh. best cartoon ever made, fight me. <laughs> and he doesn't want, he doesn't like any cartoons, so. Yeah. What a, what a uh, stick in so, the mud. You know? Uh, but when he, but when John was like, oh, Bob Camp, uh, I have the quote from Bob Camp about this. Bob <clears throat> Camp. John is like, uh, he's not ready. He's like, uh, not ready for prime time player. The idea of him doing children's programming, great stuff. But he, it was not his element. Uh, and yes. <laughs> yes. You know, I would agree with uh, that. Good cartoon, not kids. Indeed. Indeed. Um, but when he was like, oh, Billy West ended up having to voice both people. Uh, he ended up having to voice Ren and Stimpy. Uh, and that's another thing you can kind of tell the difference once it gets to that point. Because it's obviously not John doing it anymore. It's Billy doing both. Um, but even after this, uh, they went on for about three seasons after he left. Uh, it ran until 1995. Uh, and then it kind of died off. Which was sad because Ren and Stimpy, again, was a fucking great show. But... I say we have to pay tribute to Ren and Stimpy because it opened the door for fucking everything else that was like it or anything that was more of an adult base was because of Ren and Stimpy because after its time on Nickelodeon, MTV played it for a small portion. What's MTV? Well, it used to be all about music, but uh, that's for later. (laughs) <laughs> That's another topic for another time. <clears throat> <clears throat> yes. <clears throat> because of Ren and Stimpy's success, other more adult-oriented cartoons had doors open. In fact, Beavis and Butthead, which we will cover later, was one of these. <laughs> Mike Judge is actually quoted as saying, <clears throat> Ren and Stimpy played on MTV for a bit here in... Uh, it was actually, it, it, because it was such a huge success, uh, MTV was super eager to greenlight uh, Beavis and Butthead. Wow. So again, because of Ren and Stimpy playing on MTV, and they didn't even play all of it. They would literally play those first two seasons because of this. They were fucking eager as shit to hire Mike Judge to do Beavis and Butthead. Because it was the same idea of an artist who had an idea for a dumb show, and they're like, well, Ren and Stimpy did fucking great. 
we're gonna let you go ahead. And Beavis and Butthead was another big fucking hit. And we ha- so we have to thank uh, Ren and Sippy for the glorious show that is King of the Hill. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, and he also made King of the Hill. Uh, and you know, some people might be saying, "Well, what about The Simpsons? They came out in '89." Yes, The Simpsons was a hit, but you know, it was your. It's one of those things. <coughs> it, the Simpsons is it just was, like your uh, standard family TV show. Yeah, like in a way, yeah, The Simpsons was more like. It was an adult animation, but it definitely had elements to it that, you know, younger teenage kind of kids could watch. Uh, Beavis and Butthead, on the other hand, would push, would just, would is the same way of, like, just pushing what was allowed to be on TV. Watching the dog, <laughs> so... watching the dog. Oh, yeah, that's a banned episode. Again, we're, we're getting out track. We're going to cover <laughs> Beavis and Butthead later. The Mike uh, Judge. We'll just cover Mike Judge. Yeah, that'll probably be a thing. Oh. Anyway, um... You know, uh, and for all of you younger kids out there, <clears throat> Anthony, what's another cartoon that, I mean, even we grew up with in 99? You're going to have to be more specific than that. Uh, oh! Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, I know that That's line. right, SpongeBob. <laughs> SpongeBob also benefited out of Ren and Stimpy because animator Vincent Waller was an animator on Ren and Stimpy and he was later hired to start and work on SpongeBob, which he is quoted as saying, working on Ren and Stimpy and SpongeBob was very similar. They're both storyboard driven shows, which means that they give us an outline for for a premise of a show after it's been approved. Uh, we take the outline and we expand on it, write in some jokes and some gags that we think will fit with what they're trying to do. Uh, and all that was very familiar. It's exactly how we did Ren and Stimpy, where there was a basic outline, but most of the jokes and gags were us animators like, okay, well, this looks, this seems kind of funny, and well, that could work with this concept. And Ren and Stimpy was the same exact way. So SpongeBob wouldn't even fucking exist without Ren and Stimpy. So fuck you, kids. All of you who say, Ren and Stimpy is old and suck. Fuck you, if you like Spongebob, you wouldn't have that without Ren and Stimpy. <laughs> Ren and Stimpy is old and sucks. Um, well, let's see. We, ha- we have a younger friend uh, that when we brought up Ren and Stimpy, uh, he was quoted as saying it was before his time, so he wasn't really into it. But he's a huge fan of Spongebob. Paul, I'm talking to you, you son of a bitch. <laughs> it wouldn't exist without... <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't exist without Ren and Stimpy. So I just like how cool it. you were about it, and then you're like, "You want fuck it? <laughs> I'm calling you out by name and social security number one one five. <laughs> okay, I would never reveal a social security number. I'm not that much of a fucking monster. <laughs> Don't dox people. Jesus, you dox people. I'm coming uh-huh. for you. <laughs> Uh, so when John, uh, when John was kicked off the show, there was, uh, he was quoted as saying it was like seeing your kids kidnapped and then watching them have to live and go on in front of you, but you can't do anything about it. Uh, (laughs) and Billy West even said that he was very protective of his work. So to have to be fired from the show, but then see it still continue on. Uh, it was kind of hard for him to do because it was something it was his brainchild. He'd come up with the idea for the show. He would put so much effort into it. And then to have Nick be like, yeah, get the fuck out of here. 
Yeah, you, Bob Camp. Yeah, you can run the show and do it from now on. Fuck him. Yeah, like when uh, I, he uh, took that pretty hard over from you. I mean, what? I'm gonna, have, you know, I'm gonna have to reset you at some point. Um. So, but it wasn't the end of Red and Stimpy or a John's career. In fact, uh, he actually went on to make a, a very short, and I say very short, because uh, it only ran for two months, and you can actually find this. Uh, he later made what was called the Ren and Stimpy adult party cartoon, <laughs> where it literally became a very, very, very Ooh, adult cartoon. Yeah. Uh, because he made Ren and Stimpy a gay couple. <laughs> that that uh, that that's an ongoing thing for that entire episode, or, or sorry, that entire version of it. Um, but honestly, I didn't hate. I know most people hated the adult party version. Uh, there's actually one episode in particular I fucking love because uh, it's all about when Ren was growing up. He had a frog that he refused to let die, but instead he would just torture the living fuck out of it. <laughs> like, like he would like hook it up to a car battery at one point. He's like putting a firecracker in its ass. And it's uh, he's basically talking to a therapist because him and Stimpy get into a fight. So he goes and finds Dr. Horse. Uh, which we all know, which you'd know the horse if you'd seen the actual Red and Stimpy. He's in quite a few episodes. Uh, but he ends up talking to a therapist and he tells him this whole story about this frog and like how the frog, uh, he just kind of tortured it for fucking months on end. And it's so dark because at one point the frog's just like, come on, man, just fucking kill me. Just do it. Just fucking kill me. <laughs> and Ren's dad steps in and he gives him a shotgun. He's like, son. You know what you have to do. Put the poor animal out of its misery. You, I mean, Jesus, son, what the hell is wrong with you? Put it out of its misery. And he doesn't. Let me clarify. He does not do that. <laughs> Brent is such a psychotic little fuck. He doesn't even do that. But when he was making this show, uh, he had actually approached Billy West again uh, about voicing Stimpy. Uh, yeah, this uh, this is how that went. This is the exact quote from West. <clears throat> it would have damaged my career. It was one of the worst things I'd ever seen. John called me, told, and I told him, I wished him all the luck in the world, but I wasn't interested. Which, it later only aired for two months. Huh, I wonder why. Yeah, I mean, it was definitely... It wasn't the best, but just... But going back to that episode, because now we're going to break down into episodes, because I, I can't fucking take it anymore. Um, the one thing, the one, one of the, the ending to that one about Ren is a child. I fucking love the ending to that one. Because <laughs> at the end of that story, Ren like turns to Dr. Horace and he's like, so Doc, what, do you think you can help me? Help you? I'm a fucking horse. You know what I think? I think you should be locked up away from all of us regular people. <laughs> from all of us. You're a fucking psychopath. You're literally insane. Yeah, and then Dr. Horse goes to shoot him, and Ren fights the gun away from him. It basically kills Dr. Horse, and then goes back to Stimpy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, it's fucked up. Seems appropriate. Uh, but that's uh, that's uh, the oddcast version of going over uh, Ren and Stimpy. 
uh, that's, you know, a brief history about it there. You know, you know, John was always a very troubled kind of person. Uh, there's some things there that we're not going to get into. Um, let's just say I was contacted by somebody and uh, asked uh, in a very mature and polite way about what we were going to be covering. And I'm not going to be covering over certain things out of respect, uh, mainly because I, I personally don't want to cover it because it's something that's very touchy. Not going to. So to that person, I know you're going to be listening. We didn't cover over that. Uh, hopefully we brought you some laughs with what we did cover over. I'd hope. We try. Uh, now let's talk about the episodes, because fuck, I love this goddamn show. <laughs> <coughs> Season 1, Episode 1. Bye. Stimpy's Big Day. <laughs> uh, actually, you know what? What? I have the perfect one we need to start with. Powder Toast Man. Season 2, Episode 10, Stimpy's Fan Club. Hmm. Oh, pray thee tell. Stimpy finds out he has a fan club. And Ren gets very fucking jealous. <laughs> Basically, like the mailman comes in and he like knocks on the door to deliver mail and they just deliver this fuck ton of mail for Stimpy. And there's only one letter to Ren. <laughs> And it's written by Stimpy. <laughs> but, but Stimpy has this whole just bag full of mail and he gets like, he ends up going off and like they end up getting him his own show and all this shit because Stimpy becomes the most popular. Uh, shout out to Infocast 5000 because uh, they told me their favorite, uh, one of their favorite bits that they remember from the show was from this shit <laughs> because Stimpy ends up getting paid a shit ton of money. Uh, actually, no, that's, uh, the Gritty Kitty one. So, yeah, that would be Stimpy's Big Day. Uh, but anyway, this, the fan club one was hilarious, uh, just because it, it's, it just shows that Stimpy's, like, this lovable character, and that Ren's just truly a psychotic little fucking monster, that nobody fucking likes him. Uh, but yeah, then you get into the one, uh, the Gritty Kitty Litter episode, uh, where Stimpy <laughs> goes to write into a contest. <laughs> And he's trying to write a poem about how he feels about Gritty Kitty Litter. It feels good on my feet. It tastes good when I eat it. <laughs> uh, and Infocast 5000, this is the one that they like. Uh, because uh, Ren doesn't think Simpy has a chance in hell of winning the fucking contest. Like, he, he 100% doesn't believe he's going to fucking win with the dumbass poem. I mean, he wrote. would you believe it? Oh, God, no. God, no. <laughs> But Stimpy ends up winning, and they come over, and this is the one where they end up giving him, like, this humongous fucking check. They're like, yeah, you've won, like, here's all your money for winning, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> when they deliver it, Ren looks at it and sees this stupid amount of money, and he jumps in the letterbox and just begins shoving cat litter in his mouth. And you just see the tears rolling down his face of the uncomfortableness of trying to eat the cat litter like Stimpy. Just, I'm the cat. I'm the cat. I love litter. Mm. <laughs> it's just the grinding of kitty litter. <laughs> oh, it's it's so fucking good. Oh, uh, though we've also uh, the season two episode four we talked about uh, with Sven Hoik, uh the band episode, which was all about uh, Ren's cousin, 
We just got super fucked up. Yeah. Uh, season two, episode six, big baby scam, which is fuck another just fuck just so fucked up one. Uh, but they're they're like homeless, <laughs> and they, they they get into this couple's house and they see these babies, right? Right. <laughs> they kick the babies out. <laughs> like they just kick these fucking babies out. And the babies become like little mini adults. <laughs> uh, uh, you have Brendan Simpy arguing with these fucking kids. Like, no, we're here. We're going to be taking this big scam. We're going to be taking all that free food and hot beds. The babies get up, put on a fucking hat, get little suitcases. They're like, all right. Well,. We have our own plan, so you guys enjoy it. Ta-ta, take care. And they, like, have to pay these babies fucking money out of pocket. The last bit of money that they have. <laughs> uh, but that episode's fucking great, too. Because they're, they're literally just pretending to be fucking babies. They're trying to, again, try to have some place to live because they're fucking broke. And it's just this cat and dog. That this The couple, they reappear in a lot of episodes, but, like, they have... Somehow they don't raise a concern that their kids have turned into animals. <laughs> I mean, I don't know about you, but I wouldn't either. Oh, my my firstborn is like, only a dog. Like your <laughs> your babies have turned into a a, a, a dim witted cat and a psychotic chihuahua, but no, they're still your babies. Ah, <laughs> oh. no, there's one of those. Uh, there's a bit in there. <laughs> where, where the dad's doing like the rocket by baby and he like throws Ren up into the air and he like smacks into the fucking ceiling and just slowly peels off yep that that sounds like a Ren <sighs> it's so great uh sorry I, I have to I have to contain myself uh season two episode three the rubber nipple salesman probably one of my top favorite episodes of all fucking time because it just has some of the dumbest fucking bits in it. Especially the rubber nipple salesman. Like, rubber nipples. <laughs> the, sh- the shit you put on a bottle. They're fucking selling it. Like, I mean, I for one would buy some nipples. Uh, which it has a, re- uh, a reappearance. It has an appearance. Well, actually, an appearance of the firefighter that's in the episode that comes after that. Uh, which is episode or no, actually no. It is. It is a. It is a, a returning character. My bad. Because uh, season one, episode four, you had Fire Dogs, uh, which was an episode that was highly acclaimed with everybody. There was a, a ton of praise behind that episode, which is another good one, uh, where they pretend to be Dalmatians to, to try to get a job at the firehouse. Fucking hilarious. But they have the firefighter return in uh, the rubber nipple salesman episode. They knock on the door, and this fucking firefighter just, just obliterates Ren into the pavement and he just goes I've ended up to here with you little people and he looks down he's like oh sorry about that and he just scrapes Ren off the bottom of the shovel <laughs> like yeah thought you were one of those midgets <laughs> ah the 90s <sighs> Uh, or the or when they go to the house with the fucking walrus, <laughs> 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 <A> fucking giant. 
they knock on this door, and at first it's Mr. Horse, and he's like covered head to fucking toe in nipples. Like, just rubber nipples on the kneecaps, on the head, on the fucking elbows, just fucking everywhere. And they're just like, uh, well, you, uh, you seem to like rubber nipples, but you want to buy some? Hmm. No, no, sir, I don't think I need any of that. But, uh, you wouldn't happen to have any, uh, walrus protectant, would ya? And he just pulls this rubber nipple over with this poor walrus attached to it. (laughs) He holds this fucking walrus, and the walrus just looks into the camera and just goes, Call the police. (laughs) Call the police. Uh, then you end up back at the house uh, where they had the big baby scam. Uh, the the couple there again. And they fucking sell them on goddamn rubber nipples. <laughs> and they come up with all this shit. Ren, like, hops up on the, the, the husband's shoulders and, like, gives him a hickey. And he's like, see? It's perfect for bragging at work about... Yeah. You could have a hickey and say you got it, and you could go to work and brag about it. Oh, would you look at that, honey? Oh, man, are the boys gonna dig that? (laughs) And then they go to cut his nose hair. (laughs) Like, perfect for collecting all those nasty nose hair trimmings. Huh, we've been looking for something like that. Pans over to just a fucking wheelbarrow full of hair. (laughs) Uh, They sell them on it. Episode ends with them getting paid big time. Uh, but then they get kicked out of the house onto a ba- uh, back of a pair of bulls. <laughs> and they ride off into the sunset. Oh, my God. Uh, but it, it's fun. It was, that episode, one of my favorites, because it just has some of the most oddball fucking bits, like the walrus and the horse. Just that, that one is stuck Call in my police. brain. <laughs> Call the police. Oh, sorry, that it cracks me up every fucking time. Oh. Uh, season 2, episode 1, uh, which is one that Seth pointed out, because uh, he remembers it. Uh, it has In the Army. In the Army. <laughs> uh, where Brennan and Stimpy join the Army. Uh, there's a, at one point, they go into a gas chamber, <laughs> and fucking... <laughs> oh. Stimpy's like, profusely crying because it's tear cast and he looks over at Ren he's like why aren't you crying and he exhales when they leave and he's like because I was smart enough to hold my breath (laughs) (laughs) but uh, then he's ordered to go back in uh, to complete training because he did not uh, actually be he wasn't exposed to the tear gas so they make him go back in to fucking deal with it again uh, then every time they get punished, they're always peeling potatoes. But as the episode progresses, it's always something different. <laughs> like, at first they're peeling potatoes. Then they're peeling fucking watermelons. <laughs> Which then by the end of, by towards the end of the episode, they're peeling fucking atomic bombs. <laughs> it just makes, this is what made that show so great. It just makes no fucking sense. Just, just fucking whatsoever. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, but uh, yeah, it, it's it's just I, I fucking love the show. Um, but there is one thing with this show where they had like commercial bits in there. Um, the ones that really stick out is a uh, log by Blamo. commercial about silly kids a fucking log <laughs> which by the way Nickelodeon their no. their uh, their fucking note about that was these commercial breaks make absolutely no sense but how does it poop <laughs> which his response was but a cat can talk That always seems to be Nickelodeon's argument. It's like, that doesn't make any sense. Like, have you seen what the fuck these cartoons are? <laughs> like, uh, another one that sticks out to me <coughs> is Frosted Sugar Lumps. Oh, boy. <laughs> sugar Frosted Lumps. <laughs> but it's, it's just lumpy milk in a cereal box covered in fucking sugar. <laughs> Oh, and the little boy he like dumps out the cereal box oh, and it's just all milk He's, he looks at it, he's like well, somebody ate all my lumps well, oh, I'm I mean, sorry it's just the guy who made it seemed like the type of guy where but there well, were multiple long commercials well, let me just say there were now. multiple fucking long commercials Oh, uh, that's exactly what it. You had you had the main one like the song that I poorly sang there. Believe me, just look it up. I'll, I'm even gonna be, but you know, and and you know, you heard the intro, because uh, I'm gonna be putting that later on. So don't worry, Anthony. We're gonna have the bit of the intro. Um, I'll also try to find uh, a bit of the log. Uh, <laughs> but just the other parts of uh, the log that they had for commercial, uh, you Ooh, had uh, Civil War that. log. <laughs> With realistic amputee equipment. <laughs> Feral squirrel log. <laughs> Which, when it shows that, it's a fucking log with a dead feral squirrel nailed on it. <laughs> And of course, astronaut log. And if you order now, and if you go now, kids, you can get the alien log, which was just the astronaut log with a fishbowl on it, but with two little antenna coming out. <laughs> I'm sorry. Just, just, the shit that they did with that show fucking kills me. I, the, the log commercial breaks are the funniest shit fucking ever. I don't care who you are. They fucking kill me every goddamn time. <laughs> oh. Oh. 
Uh, so let's also go into, uh, sorry folks, I know this episode's a bit unorthodox, just fucking, I can't help it when I'm talking about this goddamn show. Uh, so then we also had, uh, season two, episode five, we had Haunted House, uh, which is another one of my top favorite episodes. It's a very, very fucked up episode, Oh, uh, which you may be saying, why did you watch that as a kid? That's pretty fucked up. Cause I'm about to get into why. Ren and Stimpy go to a house. <laughs> they're like, they're, <laughs> shut up. They're, they're going to a house. It's basically like, you know, they're going to go rent this house, like a hotel kind of thing. They're staying there. But there's this ghost that lives there. And he tries the whole episode to scare the shit out of these guys, but he keeps failing horribly. <laughs> like, at one point, Stimpy's taking a shower. And they try, they do like Shocking. the, uh, the psycho scene. Yeah. <laughs> Stimpy's not paying attention, however. So he, instead of grabbing the towel, he grabs the ghost and tries himself off. <laughs> he fucking flosses with the ghost. He's like cleaning his head and shit. Just wraps him around himself. The ghost gets up and he's just like, oh. <laughs> oh. Another fucking bit that happens in there is they make a sandwich and the ghost was hiding. Yeah, if I remember right, he's like hiding in the fridge waiting to jump scare them. They fucking make a sandwich out of him. (laughs) (laughs) And the sandwich is fucking horrendous. Like, it just sounds fucking disgusting. (laughs) Like, it's got like mustard, fucking like fish eggs, fish paste. <laughs> they make this fucking sandwich. Stimpy goes to give it to Ren, and Ren's about to take a bite, and just out of nowhere, Ren, how rude! And to think of all the starving bison. Oh, you're right, Stimpy. Here, Mister Bison. Thank you so much. <laughs> he then proceeds Why? to hold it on the fridge and beat the living shit out of it. <laughs> Uh that's <laughs> ah. <laughs> As is customary, Ren, he's now gonna tenderize his food. <laughs> Again, just the most odd bullshit. Just this random bison. Ah. <laughs> uh. But it gets really dark. Uh, by the end of it, the ghost like jumps to extremes. He like puts on a scary mask and gets a chainsaw, and he t- he's like gonna cut him to pieces. Uh, but then the ghost ends up giving up, uh, and then they're just like, "What's wrong, Mister Ghost?" <laughs> it's like, oh, I couldn't scare you. I couldn't scare anybody. I'm just gonna end it all." And he just pulls a fucking vial of poison out of his pocket. Does he become like a super ghost? <laughs> Yes, and he kills himself with poison. <laughs> okay. Yeah, sure. No, no, he's just dead. <laughs> the ghost is just dead. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and of course, we're going to talk about fire, uh, fire dogs. Because uh, when they go, they go, they pretend to be Dalmatians. There's a free job to Dalmatians. So they paint themselves in white and white and black polka dot paint pretend to be dalmatians but then a fire actually happens (laughs) 
And there's this lady who tells them that they have to save her animals. Fucking lady has like an elephant, a hippo, fucking horse. <laughs> Which when the horse drops, the little trampoline isn't enough to hold him. So he breaks his legs and the horse crawls away. <laughs> Just like, kill me. Somebody please. <laughs> Uh, but then finally the lady jumps out and it's a fat joke because the lady's like she's just a fucking ginormous woman like just just unrealistically fucking giant and she crushes both of them on her landing but then thanks them because they saved her life and her animals thank you for your service Jeremy aww 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 Uh, (laughs) thank you for your service Jeremy you also have uh, space madness (laughs) madness Mm. Uh, which this episode I know quite a few people that know this episode because Ren eats a soap like it's an ice cream sandwich (laughs) it's when he's he's losing his fucking mind so Stimpy puts him in a bath and it's just like, oh, calm down. Like, it'll all be okay, little friend. But then the gravity turns off and he's floating through he's floating through the air in his bath water. And he's got a bar of soap and he's just fucking lost it. And he picks up. He's like, no one's going to take my ice cream sandwich. I know so many people that quote that fucking bit <laughs> so fucking much. Now I want a fucking ice cream sandwich. That's all I got out of there. <laughs> Not that he's eating soap. Anthony just wants an ice cream sandwich. Uh, but last but not least, we're all we're going to talk about Stimpy's invention. Oh ho! With the iconic song "Happy Happy Joy Joy." Uh, which I'm going to play a clip of Happy Happy Joy Joy for all of you. Um, so enjoy that. Happy Happy Joy Joy. 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 Happy Happy Joy Joy Joy. If and you ain't the granddaddy of all liars, the little critters of nature, they don't know that they're ugly. That's very funny. A fly marrying a bumblebee. I told you I'd shoot, but you didn't believe me. Why didn't you believe me? That's a bit of happy, happy, joy, joy. Now, happy, happy, the lyrics. Happy, happy, joy, joy. Happy, happy, joy, joy. <laughs> How the hell that episode didn't get banned is beyond me. Um, solely because. <laughs> There's a you know there, there's the bit in there about the fly the bumblebee that he had a gun and he didn't believe me and I told you I was gonna shoot. <laughs> <laughs> I fly many a bumblebee. Well, that's crazy. But yeah, there's just like one bit in that fucking song where it's just, I I told you I'd shoot, but you didn't believe me. <laughs> And I looked that song up before to know, like, what the fuck was even going on? Apparently, that's a whole song about a guy getting cheated on. Oh, no. Oh. Ooh. <laughs> like, 
just straight up. Hello, boys and girls. This is your old pal, Stinky Wizzleeats. This is a song about a whale. Oof. Uh, but uh, the basis of the episode is that Ren is never happy, so Stimpy comes up with an invention uh, because there's another little bit they did uh, where he's called Dr. Stupid. Ah, uh, yes. How could you forget Dr. Stupid? <laughs> I'll get into that after this. Uh, but he makes him a helmet uh, that makes him only feel joy. Stimpy, I'm so happy. I must go do nice things. <laughs> And Ren goes fucking insane trying to figure out how to get the damn thing off because it, like, fuses to his head. And Stimpy keeps making him dance the Happy Happy Joy song. And at one point, he just finds a hammer, smashes it off, and then he beats the living hell out of Stimpy for putting it on him. (laughs) (laughs) Because, again, Ren's a psychotic little asshole. Oh, yeah. Uh, But, no, there was uh, Dr. Stupid was another bit that they did there for a while. Um... (laughs) <laughs> well, it's it. There's the one. Uh, I think they did it once, maybe twice, but the one I remember. <laughs> it's just, and now back to ask Doctor Stupid, <laughs> and it's Stimpy in a fucking quicksand pit <laughs> with glasses and like a safari outfit on, <laughs> and he's just like pulls the letter out and <laughs> he reads off the fucking thing and gives her the most nonsensical dumbass answer. <laughs> And then it's like, and that was Ask Doctor Stupid. And he just fucking sinks into the quicksand. <laughs> uh, again, I, I have nothing but love for this fucking show. Um, another thing I wanted to mention real quick. Uh, there was another thing on that uh, episodes there. <sighs> Sorry, I had to. I had to catch my. I had to catch my breath because it just. Goddamn. Uh, we also had uh, Stimpy's Booger Goblins, uh, which are all the goblins that he's picked out of his nose and put underneath the table. Uh, he calls them his Booger Goblins and asks them questions all the fucking time, uh, which is just the grossest fucking thing. Uh, Anthony, is there anything you want to input? Um, yeah, one thing. Powdered Toast Man! Let's say, which leads us into the last thing I want to talk about, uh, which is Powdered Toast Man, uh, which I actually had my littler brother going running around the house screaming that, uh, at which point I got the dirtiest looks uh, I've ever gotten from my mother, uh, because it's exactly what I did when I was around his age at about five, <laughs> about five, six years old, just running around the house going, Powdered Toast Man! Um, <laughs> yeah, Powdered Toast Man was a superhero. He had his whole own episode uh, where he, like, say... <coughs> He saves a cat out of a tree. At which point it almost gets hit by a car. And now, Anthony, if you were a superhero, you had super strength. You had superpowers, yes. right? Yes. You got it. I'm, the, I'm on the level. All right. Now, a cat's about to be hit by a truck. What do you do? Well, I, uh, I go and I grab the cat. And I uh, mm-hmm. get out, get it out of the way. Wrong. 
you you what? use your armpit raisin shooting uh, to shoot down a nearby plane uh, to stop the car and save the kitten. Huh. That's how Potter Toastman does. <laughs> At which point, everyone that's injured on the plane applauds you for your heroics. Oh, and uh, and then uh, you know you get called to the president's office uh, <clears throat> because he has a problem. Anthony, what what do you think his problem was? Well, knowing the president, it's probably have to do something with the budget or uh, foreign entities. Mr. President, what seems to be the problem? I'm caught in my zipper. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, ooh. Ooh. At which point he calls in the Secret Service guys to hold him so he can undo it. Yeah. He, he like gives him this thing. He gives him something to bite down on. And he's just like, "You're gonna want to hold him, boys." You hear the zipper undone. Yeah. The president spit it out. And she's like, Thank you, butter toast, man. Oh. <laughs> he just fucking passes out. <laughs> uh, then they also had uh, the Muddy uh. Mud Flippers, the the Muddy Mud Skipper show, uh, which makes an appearance in Powder Toast Man. Uh, he ends up being a super villain. <laughs> he ends up turning into a villain. He kidnaps what's essentially like a Chef Boyardee person. And <laughs> he fucking ties him up and he's going to blow up. He's going to like blow him up. Powder Toast Man comes in and saves the chef, but then he, like, goes to turn around and leave. And he looks down at Muddy Mudskip. There's, like, this whole, like, like the god, like, like when, uh, in any cartoon when, like, God's holding something up and you have that whole, like, or like, the choir sing kind of thing, you know what I mean? The, oh, yes. and the lights. Oh. Yeah, Powder Toast Man begins to pick up Muddy Mudskipper, and he's just like, oh, thank God you're gonna save me. He straps him to the bomb. <laughs> and he's like, well, that takes care of that. And he flies off. <laughs> Which, the, uh, I made, uh, uh, to, to correct myself, he was not a Shepard man. He was the Pope, if I remember correctly. But he's just this tiny little man. And when he's flying, he tells the Pope, grab onto my buttocks <laughs> for support. Grab onto my buttocks. And he does. He does. Uh, which, uh, in the commentary, they said originally they were going to have him bury his face in between his buns, but we're told that that was too explicit. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah. The Pope yeah. putting his face in between the cheeks of Powdered yeah. Toast Man. Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, but this is another episode... Uh, and when you really look into another one that got him slack from people, uh, for many reasons, obviously. <laughs> but uh, one of them, uh, the biggest reason was by the end of the episode, Powder Toast Man has to take over the presidency for a bit uh, while the president recovers <laughs> from being caught in his zipper. <laughs> yeah, but while he's there, they he has a little fire going and he has his, 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 like, uh, his love interest and they're like over by the fire, they're doing their thing. And to get the fire going, Anthony, what do you think he, he puts in the fire to, you know, rev it up so they can get a bigger fire? 
Mm. Well, gasoline? He crumples up the Bill of Rights. (laughs) He literally opens it, looks at it, and goes, hmm, well, that's not important. And then he throws it into the fireplace. Ah, there we go. Nice and toasty. Uh, so that uh, that got him some shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, all these episodes we mentioned uh, were really uh, these are ones that John Ron, uh, which I said th- these are the episodes that I found to be the just fucking hilarious episodes. Um, but those were all in those early seasons. Anything after that, I'm not as much of a fan of because it was very hit or miss with what I thought was funny. Um, but these early episodes, like, there's not many of them that I didn't like. Like, they're just, they're just fucking bangers for me. Like, I fucking love them. There's a lot of comedy, a lot of things that inspired me growing up to influence the kind of comedy I ended up having. Um, oh, and another fun little fact before we end out the episode. The intro and the outro to Ren and Stimpy. Anthony, do you, uh, what do you think that they use to make that music? Well, I'm going to say ephemerin. What? <laughs> what, the, what the fuck is that? Ephemerin. It's one of those things you put your hand by and it goes like... So, again, uh, for all of you listening, <laughs> you're going to hear uh, bits and pieces of both the intro and the outro. And, uh, you know, uh, the Happy Happy Joy Joy song. Uh, but no, the opening and closing themes are performed by a group of Spumco, uh, which uh, for <laughs> I forgot to mention, but Spumco was the company that John kind of started and is what Renison became from. Uh, but it's uh, some of the employees of there under the name Die Screaming Lederhosen's. <laughs> and there's Die three Ren and Stimpy albums. There's three Ren and Stimpy albums that have been released. Uh, you idiot. Crock of Christmas and Radio Days. Um, and, and days is in D-A-Z-E, not D-A-Y-S. Uh, but that's where the opening and closing themes came from. Hmm. Yeah. So a little, a little fun fact to end out on. Interessante. <laughs> uh, but again, thank you Infocast 5000 for the shout out. Uh, I, I mean, I hope you guys uh, got to enjoy this. I know. And you know, again, we're very unorthodox in how we handle things. We're not exactly like, here's the facts no. and the entire history of what you love. Like we give you some basic history, some basic knowledge behind it. For the most part, we just want to make you laugh. Like I was fucking dying just because I fucking love this show. I can't talk about the show without fucking laughing. It's just, it's, I, I can't help it. I fucking love this shit. Um, but yeah, it's it, it it it's a show that needs to be paid tribute to solely because it did pave the way for things that became way more popular. Uh, well, I, I guess not way more popular, uh, but they hit the same kind of like peaks of popularity in the same groups of people. Beavis and Butthead, SpongeBob. Uh, honestly, I'm gonna go there. I'm gonna go controversial. I say if you like Rick and Morty or American Dad or Family Guy. Not only do you have the Simpsons to thank, but a lot of that shit also became came because of Ren and Stimpy. Again, just the styles and comedy that they used, with how well it did, it made it made studios open up to the fact of like, oh, we should uh, we should let more things like that happen, and and so forth. It did uh, because, as we said, uh, Beavis and Butthead came out of it, and so did SpongeBob, uh, which those have been attributed to. 
things that came out later, like Rick and Morty and such, uh, being a more adult animated thing. Uh, but it wouldn't have been possible without Ren and Stimpy all the way back in 91. So, a round of applause for you, Ren and Stimpy. Um, <coughs> uh, so, uh, we're going to do the typical uh, end out on some news. Uh, just some things that have come up as of late. Um, which, I'll fucking kill you right now. <laughs> oh yeah, it was funny. Was that funny? My fucking cloud to you? <laughs> yes. Um, uh, and you know how I felt about that? What? No. No, sir. I didn't like it. <laughs> that was Mr. Horse from Ren and Stippy. Uh, but so uh, there were some things that came out Marvel and such related. Um, the Super Bowl had a little bit of a sneak peek at Winter Soldier. Ba, 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 ba. <laughs> what? Dude, I don't want to get sued by the NFL. You better not be getting me into that shit. <laughs> 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 uh, but seriously, um, so they showed us uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, WandaVision, and Loki. Uh, Loki was the shortest one out of all of it. Uh, but obviously, because it just filmed. It just started filming, I know that. Yes. But with what they did show, people were quick to point out the little tidbit on his jumpsuit was TVA. Time Variant Authority, which is... Oh, he going to get jammed. Yeah. Uh, which is a hive-minded group uh, that monitors the multiverse and makes sure that anything that's dangerous to the overall multiverse is stopped, or beings... Uh, which means Loki done fucked up. And the Loki that they're using is the Loki that teleported wow. away in Endgame with the Tesseract. So whatever the fuck he did, he must have fucked up majorly that he got the attention of these people. And they're now detaining him, which means he was about to fuck up every... He was about to majorly fuck up realities, and they stopped him. Uh, I hope Owen Wilson is uh this... That's the thing. People are thinking it is because Owen Wilson was uh, revealed to uh, have been casted in by Marvel, uh, but it's yet to be said what he was casted as, but he has been casted in. Um, another thing that uh, I'm just kind of mad about, and I feel I have to I have to speak my mind on it, uh, Disney gave us all a jerk-off when it came to uh, Deadpool. Because Ryan Reynolds, as we all know, tweeted out that Deadpool 3 was in production at Disney Studios. Uh, the fucking problem is, is they're saying that this movie will be released under Fox and not Disney. Which means if it's going to be like that with the New Mutants, more than likely it's not MCU. So fuck you, Disney. Like, you, like, at first, you're, like, jerking us off. You're like, yeah, yeah, it's going to be R-rated. We're not going to change Deadpool, but we own it now. Yeah, yeah. And then they took their hands away and blue-balled us. We're like, oh, but it's going to be Fox-released. Ooh, gotcha. Yeesh. Like, you fucking sons of bitches. Like, you didn't want to stop it for being R-rated, but you're too much of a fucking pussy to make the money on Deadpool by just releasing it for the MCU? The fuck is wrong with you? Now, it's yet to be seen if he'll be MCU, but it is being said that it'll be released under Fox and not Disney because it's R-rated, and we all fucking know that's the reason, because they, they won't do R-rated. They, they just won't fucking do it, which is stupid. There's a lot of money to be made there. Uh, but secondly, to end us out here, uh, Charlie Cox is more than likely coming back as Daredevil. 
Nice. Uh, it's not, dude. That guy got so dedicated. Like he no longer, like in in interviews, he did not look at people because he was so used to playing the blind guy who would not look at people when talking, <laughs> and he felt like an asshole. He's dedicated. Um, it has not been confirmed by Marvel, but the reason it's looking likely, uh. It has been uh, reported by numerous, and I'm, I'm talking fucking numerous people that have, like, basically all the people that have reported on things in the past that turn out to be true, all those people are reporting on that now that Charlie Cox is in talks with Disney. And Kevin Feige had gone on record himself and said that he wants, number one, he wants him to return uh, to the role of Daredevil and be Matt Murdock. Which is rumored that he might be Spider-Man's lawyer in the next Spider-Man movie. Number two, he wants John Bernthal's Punisher back. He wants to bring both of them back. Uh, And John Bernthal has already gone on the record and said that if they want him to do it, that he has to get his people back. Because he wants the people that he trusts to work with Punisher. Uh, So, we're going to see what happens. But it's looking very likely we're getting both of them fucking back in the MCU. And I'm, I'm kind of excited. I don't know about all of you. But, uh... I'm kind of excited on that. Um, but other than that, guys, uh, this has been our Red and Snippy episode. We hope you made, we hope you brought you some fucking laps. You know, just getting them fucking laps out there. Yeah, and if we didn't, you're an idiot. And if we didn't, then I'm going to hit you, and you're going to fall. Uh, but yeah, we'll catch you guys next. Uh, we'll catch you guys later this week. Uh, you know, obviously the odd chat thing going on. Um, and go check out the Instagram, the odd jokey pants, the odd jokey pants over there. Cause, uh, I've been post, I posted, uh, what next episode 47's gonna look like. It's gonna be another cartoon because we're building up to episode 50, which I've yet to, it's gonna be a mystery what all of you, it's gonna be, uh, <laughs> but we're posting things over there. Uh, go check out that patreon.com slash oddcast. Go check out the oddcast network on Facebook at oddcast and on Twitter. Everything in the description below. My God. Uh, but I love you all. We love you. Jeremy, we miss your fucking face. Come back to us. Bye bye. Ta ta. Take care then. Bye bye. Uh, you know, if I had a nickel for every time. But I want to just plow you down the road. Masturbate? Uh, what? Oh, what? what? Huh? Uh, we, I think we are on the totally wrong page. Nah, because it both involved me getting off. You'll be listening to an oddcast. Go to patreon.com slash oddcast. Help support these boys and find more shows they do. Have a good life.